0: Paris Saint Germain have not lost to Marseille in their last 16 league games. On Sunday evening, it was a 4 0 victory. Kylian Mbappe and Mauro Riccardi both scored two, and Robbie Thompson, who hasn't bothered turning up this morning, was the commentator.
1: Di Maria. Running at Sakai. Di Maria's done well. The cross for Riccardi. Saved the second time. It's in. Mauro Riccardi. On the stroke of 10 minutes, gives Paris Saint-Germain the lead. With Verati. ball over the top for Riccardi! And that is two this time. He was denied by Stefan Donda just two minutes ago. But not this time. Oh, it's another ball over the top for Di Maria, the cross, and Mbappe! There's no offside! Di Maria with the assist, and Paris Saint-Germain are just cutting Marseille to ribbons here. Now look at the space for Di Maria, trouble here for Marseille, as Mbappe charges through the middle again! And it's in! 4-0! Kylian Mbappe has a double! 4-0
0: 4-0 at the party. des Princes. Comprehensive. All the goals scored in the first half before PSG had a little kip in the second. Andy, Paris Saint-Germain have not lost to Marseille since November 2011. Steve Donda can just about remember winning against PSG. It was incredibly one-sided, wasn't it? Can we
2: still talk about it as the biggest game in French football? Uh, well, I think in terms of the in terms of the history and what it means to the two sets of supporters, the two clubs, then then yeah, of course. I mean, they remain well, they are the two biggest clubs. I think in France, we can probably say that without upsetting too many people. Um, but you know, it's a long time since since it's been any real contest on the field. I say that, but actually, um, I I was looking back at the history of this fixture before the game on 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 Sunday, and. Um, 16 league games. I think it's 20 games now in all competitions between the teams since since Marseille last beat PSG eight years ago. And actually, the the vast majority of these uh, past meetings have been relatively close. I mean, there's never really been more than two goals in it, uh, with with just the odd exception. And and last night was, I think, the most one sided uh, game between these two teams that that I can remember. Um, and then just hammered home what Andre Villas Bosch had said in in the run up to the game that this is not uh, what what he would term as a, a classico, as it would be in his home country Portugal, as a lot of people in France refer to this fixture as a classico instead of the classique, which is what we call it. Um, but you know, it's it, it's yeah. On the field, there is no contest between these teams. I, I hope to see more of uh, more from Marseille. I mean, actually, they did start the game quite well. I know that Mikael Landreau, the former PSG goalkeeper, was talking on Canal Plus last night and kept on uh, raving about how good Marseille were in the first 10 to 15 minutes but you know <laughs> Valerie Germain missed that chance and and uh, PSG went straight downfield and scored and and it was game over after that and um uh you know there's not really much we can say i mean we knew there was a golfing in class between the teams and it was uh, it was 4-0 it could easily have been 6 7 or 8 if PSG wanted to play in the second half but i think they were they'd got the job done and they they kind of took the foot off the gas Kylian Mbappe
0: back from injury and Scoring goals for fun. PSG's last 11 goals in the space of just over two games, starting against Nice when Nice were down to nine men, have all been scored by either Mauro Icardi or Kylian Mbappe. Icardi's got five goals and Mbappe six in that time. It's fearsome, Ian.
3: Hey, it is, David, but I just, I just want to jump in because I am I'm, I'm fuming. Quite literally. Is this a coup de gueule? It most certainly is. Oh, merde! Quelle bande de chèvres. C'est mon coup de gueule! Right. I mean, Andrew, you mentioned Michel Londro. Yeah, I appreciate the job of the media it's to big it up, it's to make it a contest. But come on, the French media were having this debate before the game. Ooh, would we have Dario Benedetto instead of Mauro Icardi? Oh, yes we would, yes we would. What? I mean, what? I would well, Armel, uh, uh, just don't, don't don't provoke me. I'm not I'm just do not poke this particular bear this morning because come on. There was never ever 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 gonna be a contest at the Parc des Princes. Oh, maybe it's a good time to get PSG. They've just whipped Bruges 5 whatever in the Champions League. I mean, yeah, it was not a good time to meet Paris Saint-Germain. Paris Saint-Germain were we're going to show Marseille that you have absolutely no chance. You know what? You know how much that, that contest meant, even to the fans last night? They didn't even stone the Marseille bus when it arrived at the Parc des Princes. That is how low things have got in that particular rivalry. They couldn't be bothered because they knew the thing that the French media were trying to whip up it was never going to be a contest in that game. And Paris Saint-Germain, I mean, that could have been, that could have been appropriately enough a rugby score.
4: I'll... I'll de- I'll defend this uh, wonderful fixture for a, for a short while because I don't think I've ever seen Marseille so stressed out in that first half. The the, the high press that they came to the park they passed with, which looked good for about eight minutes, um, was, yeah, it was quite impressive, it looked good. And then every time they'd get the ball, they looked unbelievably stressed out, even when they've been playing in the uh, Europa League latter stages in recent years, they haven't there's still there's still a feel about this fixture yeah but you know why Definitely. they were stressed out because they, they knew that they weren't even second best I mean the
3: ball boys were like performed better than Marseille did last night I mean Strootman like Lopez in mid, in midfield Rangier what up again? I mean Verratti just had an absolute yeah, just an absolute feel there I and it's a ridiculous it was a ridiculous first half performance from Paris Saint-Germain and from Marseille I mean to be fair I'm going to defend uh, Villas-Boas for, for once because he, he went with that high press. And it's, I mean, what else was he going to do? He didn't really have anything to lose apart from the game, which everybody thought they were going to lose anyway. So he might, he had to kind of go for it. But, I mean, Landreau saying they look good in the first 10
0: minutes. No, I'm going to defend Mikel Landreau here now because he did make one valid point, which was, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to sit back? Because Marseille don't have quick players anymore. They can't really play on the counter. They don't have Lucas Acampos, who I think was their key man. He really set the tone in terms of work rate not the fastest, but perpetual movement. Even someone like Clinton and G would be more useful to them at the Parc de Princes than uh, some of the players they had turning out on Sunday evening. Mm. Uh, it is really sad to see how like, Payet just can't perform against PSG. I and mean, Tovan probably had his best game because he's injured against PSG. He's <laughs> never done anything against Paris Saint-Germain. I, I
4: thought Payet kept the ball quite well last night. He was one of the Marseille players that looked the calmest on the ball, if I Well, you'd,
3: you'd hope so, wouldn't you? Given that he's a sort of a multiple French international, he'd probably be pretty mm. good at football and should be able to keep possession even against world-class players because he, he at one time was looking like he might be at least a decent international class but player. It, but it, it comes down,
2: sorry, and it comes down to the the fact that the Marseille don't have that depth, do they? I mean, we talk about the, the debate between uh, over Benedetto and Icardi and who's better, but of course, if you put Benedetto in the PSG team... And he's getting the service from Angel Di Maria. Then you know he probably would have scored a goal or two in that game last night. But just one other thing on the rivalry, I thought it was interesting reading um, L'Equipe's preview of the game was quite indicative because it, it made the point that um, Marseille are about the only team in France who haven't beaten PSG in the last you know mm. since they beat them in 2011. Just about everybody else who's played in Ligue 1 has got a result. You know, Socio, Evian, Bastia, all these teams have beaten PSG Ransom at some point. Red. Yeah, exactly, and it's 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 happened recently. But the reality is that Paris Saint-Germain do raise their game in this fixture. I mean, you might say that this, for the supporters it doesn't really matter anymore, but it does. And um, and for the team, they obviously raise their game in this fixture and, and, and this is the end result. I'm getting,
4: but, getting very negative vibes from the presence of the... Uh executive producer here today well it's
3: because I've been cooped up haven't I don't know for months and months you've never let me out of my box and now I, here I am and I've, I've just I got probably to gave advantage. him too
0: many double espressos this morning as well right I think we need to get back to talking about Icardi because we had a lengthy discussion about him last week and it's fair to say that Armel and myself weren't the most flattering about him have we changed our mind I've now decided he's really good at finishing got finishing off moves brilliant at his movement to get on the end of crosses he only had 15 touches last night, scored two goals. He has been brilliant over the last weekend. That whole icardi Cavani debate, has it been settled now?
4: My argument remains that anyone that was that is being provided with balls from the likes of Angel Di Maria, Marco Verratti, Kylian Mbappe, who takes about two or three defenders with him every time he goes forward, anyone playing in that position would put goals... Six assists away. for
0: Di Maria in the last three games in all competitions Nice, Bruges, and Marseille.
4: Those those eleven goals you mentioned earlier that have all been scored by Kylian Mbappe. Five of those were assisted by by Di Maria. I, I think anyone could play that position. Even Cavani's half brother Walter Guglielmoni. I think he <laughs> could do that as well. Or Adrian Mutu. That was wonderfully
3: it's, pronounced. I think. I think you have got that spot on there. Thank you. Yeah. But
4: I, I I I think Dario Benedetto would probably have. Eleven to himself playing in that PSG team right now. Oh,
3: stop it now. Okay, but let's let's if we stop the Icardi versus Benedetto debate, which really isn't one, right? But if we start, if we restart the Icardi versus Cavani debate, and if anybody would score, right? So let's assume that Cavani would score as many as Icardi mm. in that lineup. Then let's have Icardi because he's six years younger. End of story. Uh, Just just Cavani. It's worth pointing out. Yeah, I mean, uh,
2: you can say what you want about him, maybe not being the player he was, but. The reception he got when he came on last night was quite something. The Paris Saint-Germain fans do still love him, probably you know more than any other player in that team. Um, but yeah, I mean you could put anybody up. You could put Kevin Berrizet up front in that Paris Saint-Germain team, and he'd probably score 15, 20 goals a season without any problems. Worth pointing out that uh,
0: Cavani came on on the left. It's like a, a back to the future thing for him. He had to play wide when Zlatan Ibrahimovic was the main man. For Cavani to get a game, is he going to have to now revert to being that? good squad player who works hard for the team, rather than the, well, he's a club record goal scorer, which should entitle him to a certain status.
3: Should he? I mean, Just for just Fontaine's got the, the record for World Cup goals, hasn't he? Should he get in the France squad? No, oh, that, that's, yeah, that's the this old is, joke. This well, is what's the, better, negative the vibe the, the, that I'm getting. <laughs> the Paris
0: Saint-Germain team now, or the team from the 90s that made all those European semi-finals? Well, they're all about 50 now, so...
3: I think the Paris Saint Germain team now is is far better than the side that won the nineteen ninety six European Cup Winners' Cup. I mean, surely no debate about that. And
0: Edinson Cavani,
3: what about him? I mean, just yes, he's a great. He's he's great to have as a squad player now. He's thirty two. Bring him on, Icardi will eventually get injured, maybe have a dip in form. At least having Cavani in the background keeps him on his toes. But nothing against Edinson Cavani. I think he's been a brilliant player for Paris Saint-Germain. I think he's a Icardi's unlocked.
0: wages are cheaper as well,
3: according to the press. So. Well, I th- just because the fans like him, it, that's, that is, again, no reason to keep any sort of player in your squad or in your team at the expense of a better player... A six years younger player. I mean, look at the weight as well. It's not just so much the goals. Yeah, I'm just keeping talking because Andy wanted to jump in there. No, i sorry. I just want
2: to say it's not a bad dilemma
3: to have, right? No, Cimane it's not. But it's not. But now he's got, he is the backup striker. And I think that the, this brilliant work rate and this brilliant team ethic that we, we keep talking about is a real bonus and a real boon for, for, for Thomas Tuchel because Cavani isn't going to rock the boat because the fans like him. It puts a little bit of pressure on Cavani not to rock the boat because then the fans might turn against him and say, oh, hang on, you're trying to, you're trying to mess things up here. So Cavani is going to sit relatively happily or relatively quietly, perhaps, I should Comfortably. say. Comfortably. They're quite comfortable, those benches. I would imagine they're very comfortable. Yeah, I, we, we should have one here for the pod, I think, David. But <clears throat> he's, going to, he's not going to rock the boat. And Icardi is producing the goods, and I think what what is more impressive for me than just the, the the pure stats of a striker is the way that Icardi, Di Maria, and Mbappe, Dim, as they have been uh, helpfully coined by the French media, have have linked up really, really, really well. Look at that lovely little back heel from Mbappe yesterday. Where Icardi? Yeah, he didn't score. Decent stop mm. by oh. Moldanda, but Oh, he didn't score. No, he didn't oh. score. But how? Okay, but how many times? How many times have we sat here? pre-pod or during pod and said, go Cavani missed a few yeah, sitters. Plenty. Strikers missed chances. That,
2: um, that, that, the, the DIM is quite a good name, really, in a way, for this front three, because, of course, DIM, D-I-M, is also the first three letters of Angel Di Maria's surname, and Angel Di Maria, for me, is... He has been... Uh, he's the
4: masterpiece in uh, the DIM.
2: I, I mean, what an incredible player he is. I mean, the form he's been in since the beginning of 2019, it's worth emphasising. The last three games, Paris Saint-Germain have been exceptional, from back to front, but Ankel Di Maria in particular has been just unbelievable. That goal he scored against Nice, um, I mean, you talk about the number of assists he's had in the last couple of games, I, I thought he had four assists against Club Brugge in the Champions League, two last night, that's six already, did he have any against Nice last weekend? I don't know, but anyway, the guy's the guys' form is, is just remarkable and I think, you know, we see a lot more of Ligue 1 than we see of other leagues, but I think there's a case Angel Di Maria has been just about the best player in Europe, you know, not just in France, but in Europe in 2019. We should move on from PSG soon, but
0: just before we do, uh, short answers on this one. After the game last night, Mauro Icardi interviewed in Spanish on French TV, saying it's the best team he's played in. Uh, are we looking at the best league and team there's been? These early season assessments are great, aren't they? Because uh, when PSG won all those games at the start of last season, everyone was saying, what an amazing job Tuchel had done.
4: So to make a valid point, I guess you have to compare and contrast. And the only Sort of team that would come anywhere near this is Leon's team of the early noughties with Janino, the the Govus and and that lot. But I mean, I I think you uh, fine gentlemen saw a bit more of that period of league than I did. And um, is this the best PSG team there's been? I think potentially yes. yes. Well, one of the things that was interesting last night was um,
2: that Paris Saint-Germain brought their first ever captain onto the field uh, uh, to give the ceremonial pre-game kickoff, which is a thing obviously in France. And um, it kind of made me laugh because I was thinking there's not that many clubs out there now who could bring on their first ever captain to mm. do that because most yeah. of them you know, wouldn't be here any longer. But Paris Saint-Germain are a young club. You, they've you know only been around for 50 years and so yeah, there's no question that in the last 50 years they've not had a team on this level. I mean, okay, in the last five or six years, they've had a, a few excellent teams, but um, but generally, going back before the, the Qatar era, of course, n- no Paris Saint-Germain team has, has been able to, to match the the level they're at now. Maybe the, the George Weah team of the early to mid-90s for a short spell, but, I mean, this
4: this, this is something else. Do you know who uh, Paris Saint-Germain signed their first captain, Jean-Jorcaet, from? Lyon. Ajaxio? Marseille. Oh. Oh. So it's fitting he was there, really. I think he's more of an OM man. But yes, uh, my opinion is this is probably the best team that the gang will ever see.
3: And I think, I think on, in terms of improvement of last season, it's strength and depth, isn't it? I mean, they've got fabulous strength and depth now.
2: Yeah, and, and of course, Idrissa Gay didn't play last night, once again injured, and uh, the midfield was very impressive, and their error coming in and, and, and slotting in very well. And um, yeah, I mean,. Pff, what more can you say they're they're a very very good team they're looking very impressive at the moment but you know we say this all the time about PSG in the autumn don't we they always tend to play well the last few seasons at this time of year it's about maintaining that form into
3: February, March and April well if you look at it they haven't played that well actually at the start of the season in comparison to last year maybe in fact this time they've got that they're going to get that the right way around